Warning. Explicit content. Listener discretion is advised. Buckle up. This just in. Breaking news. What? You call this shit news? Uh-oh. Hello. Uh, hi. That's, that was a fantastic drop. <laughs> uh, um, yes, they are making a sequel to Honey, I Shrunk the Kids in Rick Moranis's cinematic return. This is like his first film in like 25 years. Yeah. He was just in a commercial for the first time. That was like his first foray back into public life. It was a uh, – Ryan Reynolds has that cell phone company or whatever that he's invested in called Mint. And he does – Ryan Reynolds support. has a cell phone company? Yeah. Yeah, it's called Mint. Um, and so he did a commercial where Rick Moranis just wandered on to like – they were in like a field. Rick Moranis just walks up and he's like – um. Am I here? Like, should I like do some lines or whatever? And Ryan Reynolds is like, no. He's like, I, I'm just a really big fan, and uh, just wanted to see you. <laughs> like, it's actually a pretty funny commercial because I enjoy Ryan Reynolds. I enjoy uh, Jen- no. Ryan Reynolds. I'll probably uh, go see. I said I enjoy Ryan Reynolds. I'll probably go see that bullshit uh, free guy movie that he's uh, that he's doing. Free guy. That's what it's called. Uh, so anyway, yeah, the uh, the sequel is called Shrunk. I'm I'm super excited for it. You should be. Um, so how have you been? It's been a long. This is probably the longest we've gone without speaking in quite some time. Um, yeah. When was the last time we recorded? Was it? It was over a month ago. Wasn't like a it? month ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's okay. I didn't. Well, I didn't. Uh, I'm stupid, and I showed up here at two o'clock today. Um, oh. Have you have you been there since? No, no, I went back home and uh, did some painting, made some dinner, and uh, took a shit, and then uh, came back to Exeter, walked around for like an hour. No, 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 uh, I want to say it was, it was the second shit of the day. Yeah, there's, there's are, you probably, shit, are you shitting less now that you're eating less? Like less frequently? Yeah, well. I and it's funny because I I think it's not so much the volume of food but the quality of food that I was eating was making me shit so much. Yeah. Um. Because I had I I made a vegan like I made soy chorizo tacos for late lunch early dinner so I'll probably I like, have to, I like two of those words. Yeah. Um. um yeah. Because I. I'm back on like the diet I was on before when I was getting less fat and I barely shit at all. Yeah. I usually, yeah, I usually have a shit in the morning. Um, and they're very, they're very thin and long now. They're very disappointing. (laughs) (laughs) And, uh, and then, ah, it was about the same this afternoon. If I have a lot of dairy, they'll be like, (laughs) are you still doing vegan? No, I just, I'm lactose intolerant. No, I mean, you're made vegan chorizo. You don't eat the swine. I don't, well, I don't eat meat. I'm not eating meat at all this year. Okay. I'm, I, I only cut out dairy uh, for two months. Because cheese is delicious and fake cheese is not delicious. Right. Yeah, we're, we're kind of off of dairy for, I mean, I can eat it, but uh, Katie has to not do dairy again because the baby's doesn't seem to appreciate it in the breast milk. You just chastised me for not looking at Gary, but looking at the sweet tarts rope you have up on the... 
Whenever you want. Yeah. What's going on? I, 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 I bet you it's not. It Until I looked at the title, I thought that was Wonder Woman number two pencils. Yeah, that's not food. It. So these are sweet tart golden ropes with uh, Gal Gadot on the cover in in the guise of fucking Wonder Woman. Yeah, Diana Prince. Although I actually found out fairly recently, it's actually Gal Gadot. The T is pronounced. Really? Yep. I always judged people when I heard them say Gadot. Yeah. In Turns sense. out they were accidentally correct. Yeah. Is it uh, so? Uh, am I wrong again with Merlot? No, that's correct. Okay, good. Um, Depot. Depot Chopra. So, since I uh, since I saw you mm-hmm. or talked to you last, I guess saw you. I just you're, saw you, not you're, person. Right. You. The, there's now another person in your family. Oh, wait, no, he was already born, wasn't he? Yeah, he was already born. But now we've ensured that there won't be even more people in my family. Did you, uh, did you, did you snip the snip the? Oh, yeah. The I tube? went in and got, uh, got opened up. It was too casual of an experience for my liking. Yeah. For what they were doing. They used a toenail clipper? Yes, and that guy had less teeth than I was comfortable with. Um, no, he. Uh, so I went in for like an initial meeting, and I don't know if I put like a consultation. That, yes, yes. Uh, I don't. I don't know if I prefer that he would have had more personality, or or the 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 amount that he had, which was none. Because mm-hmm. you know, I'm trying to like throw like a little joke out there or whatever. And he just stared at me. He's like, um, yeah, go ahead and uh, drop your pants. And then he just fiddled my bits around. And he was like, okay, hold them back up. And nothing, like he gave me nothing. And so I was like, that's weird. But I also don't want him to be like, you know, fucking Patch Adams in there with a fucking <laughs> red nose on and throwing right. things at my genitals. So The only plus side to that would have been that Monica Potter would have died. So... Yeah, <laughs> um, she's so not I, really dead, unfortunately. So I went back in, then like a, a couple of days later for the actual situation, and uh, getting shots in your balls isn't great. No, I can attest to that. <laughs> you can attest to that. Yes. Um, I don't think it was on a, uh, like a global scale of pain. It wasn't that terrible, but. It wouldn't have been that terrible if it was anywhere else on my body. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so he did like the the numbing shots on both sides and then sliced me open and I, I didn't feel anything. It just felt like he was tugging things about to and fro. On oh, you were on him. Both. <laughs> yeah, he was nice. shockingly ambidextrous. Yeah. Um, did he and- take docking to a whole new level? Yes, space docking. It's where he shat into my asshole. Right. Uh, we connected like two pl- fucking spaceships. There's got to be, just for the sheer number of people, there's got to be doctors who like to fuck incisions. <laughs> Continue. Uh, uh, I mean, I never thought of that, but now I'm. that's all I'm thinking about now. Uh. 
He didn't have time, and I was awake. Where was the incision? Was it? Is it in your scrotum? Yeah, you want to see it? You can't sure. even really see it anymore. I mean, it cleaned up nice. Most doctors who cut people open aren't by themselves. No, there was a nurse in there. Christ almighty, I don't want to see that shit. <laughs> yeah, it's too... Ah! All right, that's better. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> no. Yeah. It, it, you can barely see it anymore. For those of you listening, Gentle Jenny here is upset because uh, fucking Gary just whipped out his beanbag on Zoom. Yeah. I mean, you're, the guy complaining has gotten changed in locker rooms with me probably a hundred times. That's classy. And I mean, you just had a recording session two minutes before we started recording. You can't tell me you didn't see at least one of those guys' balls tonight. <laughs> um. So, yeah, for a good week after it, it felt pretty, pretty tender. Yeah. And I had to wear a jock strap Is, to, like, keep every keep all the furniture in the middle of the room. Scott, you haven't had this done, right? No. <laughs> I've had surgery on my balls, though, so. So I've had it done, and the question is, how long did you wait before? Before jerking off or, yeah. or evacuating my balls. Figuring out whether it still worked right. Oh, I waited the full week. They told me to wait a week. If I'm like, if somebody does something to my car and they're like, don't do this for a week, I might do it. It's my balls. I'm following the fucking manual. I don't, I don't follow the directions on fucking Ikea furniture, but on my balls, if those Swedish weirdos told me to do something, I would do it. You waited a whole week before. Yeah, that's what they told me to do is wait a week. So I waited a week. They were like, you, it might hurt a lot and you might come blood. And I was like, that doesn't sound fantastic at all. You're like that sounds like a black metal song. You may judge me, but I am not that curious. I'm judging you. No, I, uh, I'm judging you. Yeah. As someone who's come blood before, I don't recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> that, that it, it puts a damper on your evening. Yeah. So, what kind of wings do they call that? <laughs> <laughs> the worst wings. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, no, I waited the full week. Um, I still have to, in, an, in a couple more weeks, I have to rub one out into a container of some sort uh, and then bring, bring it in. I was going to say, I just finished up a, a can, of, a jar of sun-dried tomatoes. I still got the jar if you need it. Did, that, did it have any active semen in it uh, beforehand because I, I, I don't want it to mix with my hopefully dead semen. Not beforehand, no. Okay, good. I just don't want it to mess up my test and make because if there's any live swimmers still available in there, they make me wait another four weeks and then I have to do it again. This is the best idea. I'm so happy that you did this. Yeah, I don't. I Two is enough. Two is always the plan. We were, we're not going to be one of those because she, you know, she wanted a, gir a girl. And we obviously got two boys. We weren't going to be those people like, let's try again and see if we get sure. a girl. And then it's a boy. Next thing you know, you have nine boys and on a tenth try, yeah. you kill yourself. Um, so then uh, I don't think I've talked to you since I threw the baby. Do I know? <laughs> I don't think I've talked to you since I threw the baby. Where did you throw him? Onto the ground. Just because? So, uh, we had all just woken up from a nap. Um, I'm going to go get something to eat, but I think I'm going to wait on this one. <laughs> <laughs> Dad, 
Dexter was taking a nap in his room, and we had the baby and the both of us were napping in in the room. Mm-hmm. And I had gotten up. I walked around to her side of the bed. She had the baby, and I went to I grabbed the baby from her, and I went to turn around to walk out of the room, and I didn't realize there was a laundry basket right behind me. Mm. So I stepped, tripped over the laundry basket, went to like correct with the other leg, but the laundry basket had lifted up. So I tripped over it with that leg too. And I was falling and the way I was falling, he was in my left arm. I was falling onto my left side. So I was going to like fall and crush him. Mm. As I was falling to the ground, I like pitched him out to the side and uh, it ruined my day. You feel pretty bad, especially because I can't even still, that was probably... He's coming up on three months old. He was probably a month and a half at that point or something. And they just go, they'll survive that shit because they go limp like a drunk in a car accident. Right. And he just kind of spun. I tried to get it so he landed on his back and he did. But he did like, he spun like a, you know, like the hands of a clock as he was going through the air and landed on the ground. And... I landed and like hit the bureau and stuff. Cause I wasn't normally you'd like use your hands to like save yourself, but right. I was focused on him and Katie got, went from laying down in bed to teleporting to the baby. No concern for me, which I don't blame her. And yeah, moms have like this thing where they, uh, I discovered the mom run. I've seen her do it before, but it's, the need to get there as fast as possible. So they run with their arms straight out mm-hmm. to be ready to grab the child. But it's a, it's much less efficient than any other form of running where you're using your arms to like pump. But I think they think they're getting there faster, but she still got there outrageously quickly. Uh, but he was okay. Of yeah. all the times to judge your wife's gait. <laughs> yeah. It was more of an observation than a judgment. Because I've seen her do it before, like... You know, because the older one runs into shit all the goddamn time. Sure. So whenever he goes headfirst into like a wheat thresher, uh, she gets there pretty quick. But with arms outstretched like a uh, like a zombie that cares for children. So you felt bad. Yeah, I felt pretty bad because you know at that point they can't be like this hurts or I'm mentally handicapped now. Sure. You know. So you just kind of have to wait and see. And, uh, I mean, he's still not talking, so I'm concerned. Um, can't even walk, but I think we'll be all right. Was this pre or post uh, uh, vasectomy? Pre. Oh, okay. So I still had the option to try again. If we sure. Ruined, if we ruined up that one. I, I know that's what you were getting at. Did you, I mean, did you, at le- did you at least fill an ice tray before you got the snip done just in case? <laughs> no. Um, so, like, your body still produces semen. It just doesn't get carried to, to the fucking, to the front lines of the war. So, do you, like... So can you then give yourself blue balls because of that? I don't know. I don't. I don't think anything outrageous happens. Right. You still. You still get rid of all the seminal fluid. It just doesn't have semen in right. it. Right. There's no swimmers in it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, so my sea monkey collection is going to be way less impressive than it used to be. So does your body just absorb that shit? I think so. Um, 
I'm going to be real freaked out if like next time I sweat, like little wigglies start coming out of me. I don't know where it goes, but yeah, either that or there's, it's like a being John Malkovich situation where there's just a, a, a drainage ditch somewhere in New Jersey that every vasectomized <laughs> guy's calm just flows out of. That would explain a lot about New Jersey. That would certainly explain a lot about the smell of New Jersey. <laughs> uh, smells like a bog. Um, anything crazy happen to you? Um, Anybody uh, cut open your balls? No. Profes- professionally or recreationally? No. No, there's been very little ball activity uh, on my end. Um, no, I don't think anything's happened. There's a, I'm doing a, um, I'm doing a, a private standup gig, uh, a week from tomorrow with one of our former coworkers at Best Buy. Actually, I don't know if you worked with him. I, I can't remember the timeline. Did you work with a Bryce Karen? No, I don't think so. I would remember somebody with that name. Yeah, he was, he was a uh, geek squad, but, uh, he and his buddies have been getting together like every other week for the whole time they've been doing lockdown and just having like cookout bonfire and then they like break out the acoustic guitars so he like reached out to me and was like hey would you do co- would you ever consider doing comedy for this and i would said sure and i threw out a price which was way more than i thought it would be worth for me to do you know f- you know for them to pay me and he's like sure so i realized i'm dumb and i should have asked for more money but uh yeah so that'll, that'll be cool. the that'll be the first like performance in like six months whatever because we did that oh well first live performance we did one like three months ago but that was at my brother's studio yeah um, well it's the first performance of anything in the world in that period of time nothing happens anymore well i mean fucking smash mouth played at that oh yeah we we're doing we i was i brought that up on a the i mean on the uh stories later perfect yeah we can talk about smash Mouth, smash mouth to our hearts content and done so you're, uh, you're, yeah, my heart is now content. Yeah. Um, so you're still, um, like home, home quarantine. Like how much are you guys leaving at all? Any to go to the grocery store. So you haven't seen tenant yet is what you're saying. No, okay. no, I haven't seen anything. I did. Uh, I've watched a couple of movies lately. I did start I'm about halfway through. I just felt like I had to do it, and it was online for free. Uh, Jay and Silent Bob reboot. It's fucking awful. It's so I vacillate back and forth between this is terrible and oh, that was like a fun nostalgic moment. It might not have necessarily been funny, but like, right, it reminded me of a simpler time back when I watched those movies a lot. See, and, I had I had a different different. I had 50% of the same vacillation. 50% of the time, I was like, this is terrible. And then the other 50%, I was like, I don't think he's ever been good. I've been mistaken before. <laughs> um, it was more, it was less like the writing and stuff like that, and more like characters that I remember really liking. You know, mm. like when Jason Lee shows up, I'm like, oh, nice. That crazy Scientologist son of a bitch. It's weird how Jay Muse now looks like a young version of a shrunken apple doll uh you know because he doesn't well, have he his broke his face yeah well he, well yeah and he lost all his teeth and they gave him new ones but they're not the they same gave him sh- mr ed's teeth 
Yeah, well, he looks like, his face looks like an old lady's face. Like, when you see old people with no teeth, when they close their mouth. Like, I have a plastic anatomical skull that doesn't have teeth. And I was like, yep, this is exactly what those people's skulls look like when, you know, when they clench their jaw together because there's none of them pesky mouth bones holding it apart. So it's like, it's just like overcompensate. It just looks like you have an incredible underbite. Yeah, it's, I think I, it took me a while to get used to it because, but I don't, because it distracted me for a while. And I mean, I'm not talking just a while in this movie because obviously he's been like that for years now. And I, it took me a while after it happened to get used to his face. But I'm yeah, it's uh, still not used to it. I I mean, I don't, I, I don't really give a fuck about either of them. Any, it, it's too bad because like I I I guess I like both of them. I just don't enjoy any of the stuff that they do now. Yeah, I mean, I'm gonna finish the movie. I don't know why. I'm fine with him putting his daughter in movies. He needs to stop fucking putting his wife in movies, though. Especially because yeah. he's always like, she's so hot. I'm like, she's yeah. not. She never was. But yeah. now that she's like almost 50, she looks like a goddamn ghoul. Yeah, I was actually going to say that. And then uh, I was like, ah, maybe I shouldn't judge her for her looks. But no, she is atrocious. Yeah. Speaking of atrocious, um, I saw that movie Unhinged, which was the first new movie in theaters. It's that Russell Crowe movie. Um, oh, yeah, where he, he seems like a real dick. It's not even that he's a dick. It's like a one-note thing. Like, he's he's a psycho, but there's no explanation as to why. And it's also, like, it's supposed to be, like, because they keep talking about road rage in it, but it's, like, calculated, and he, like, follows people, and he, like, goes to people's houses. I'm like, that's not road rage. That's psychosis. <laughs> um, but he's, like, so fucking fat in it. and um, He's not so fat in it. No, no, he's just so he's fat. He's so fat all the time. Now. And he's just like, I, I'm not losing weight. Because at first I was like, oh, maybe this is something for the character. And then I was like, no, he's just fat. Um, yeah, he's been I mean, fat he's, for a while. Yeah, he gained weight for a role like two years ago and hasn't lost. Like, he's... I think he's Because I looked up a bunch of pictures. Years. What's that? I feel like he's been fat longer than two years. No, but he's like super fat now like he's easily 300 pounds now if you look up a photo of him yeah there's a picture of him that i found when he was at an airport like digging in his crack uh from from april um like i think i just found that photo yeah uh he's wearing like sweatpants oh Oh, yeah he's getting right holy crap yeah like he's like i'm always terrible with gauging size of fat people especially like you know um when I was at my heaviest, but I'm just like, I, I feel like he's creeping up on as big as I was at my heaviest. Good Lord. It's weird. Cause like, there's a couple scenes in the movie where he has to like lunge at people and like move fast. And he's like visibly out of breath while they're filming. And he's like, Oh God, I'm like, you moved six feet. Yeah. He's also like a pretty, pretty, uh, regular smoker. Yeah. Um, I saw. I watched a movie this past week where he um, did some music in it. Um, it's it, it, the song used the word "cunt" about forty times in about three minutes. Um, it's a. It's a uh, it, it was just. It was interesting. It was funny watching him trying to play a little guitar with his chubby sausage fingers. <laughs> <clears throat> um, but yeah, that's a terrible movie. 
Yeah. Uh, so nothing terrible has happened in the world lately. Oh wait, Ruth Bader Ginsburg died. That wasn't that wasn't great. Right. Um, Not ideal. I mean, so I'm, trying, I'm trying to think if there's anything awesome that's happened in the whole, since the last time we talked. I'm coming up fucking snake eyes on that. Um, they they're they're doing they're doing some of the criminal trial stuff for Breonna Taylor's uh, shooters today, and that's not going well. No. I know I know that the people who live next door to her are getting more justice than she did. Wait, well, so. bullets went into their house, right? Right. So that's the only guy being charged, I think, is the cop that errantly sent bullets into the neighbor's house. Right. And he's not getting charged with anything overtly serious, I don't think. Um, what is the charge for poor aim? <laughs> I think he's being charged with uh, wanton endangerment. There you go. Um, that sounds like just whatever the cop did to my balls. Oh, yeah, I'm supposed to remind you about a strange conversation you had. Oh, yeah. Um, I'll talk about that next episode, I believe. All right. Yeah, just because. We could talk about my friend uh, selling her sneakers for 400 bucks. Yes, that is what we wanted to talk about. So you're, uh, you can set this one up. Yeah, well, this is, uh, this is uh, the cake fucker, um, which I, I was trying to... I mean, I really, I think I should probably call her the shoe salesperson because she's far more known to me as that now because she'll buy sneakers and just, yeah, I mean, all sorts of shoes and then resell them because she's like, they're nice and stinky. Buy them so I can buy new ones. Um, it was $120 sneaker. So she didn't, it wasn't quite the markup she made on these ones, but she paid $120 for them brand new four months ago and she sold them for $400. Um, but she was like, I, I was struck by her post today where, because the picture, she's just wearing, a, I mean, she's wearing like a normal top, I think, and then she's just wearing a tiny little thong underwear um, and just spread eagle, and you can... Yeah, I don't, I'm not a big fan of those underwear, by the way. Just me neither. Um, and you can see right through it. It's sheer. Um, but she's holding her feet up to the mirror and she's got the sneakers on and she's just like, buy these stinky bitches. Um, so I can buy new ones. And yeah, she, cause she was going to start taking bidding and then somebody offered her 400 bucks. So she's like, okay. That I, cause I, I messaged her and I was like, Hey, did you sell those shoes yet? She's like, oh, I'm sorry, sweetheart. They're already sold. I'm like, no, no. Let me let me explain. I'm not trying to buy them. I was I was just curious. <laughs> um, how do you feel that she was like, oh, it's Scott. He might want my stinky shoes. Let me let him know that they're no longer for sale. Did you feel judged in that moment? Um. No, I mean, in hindsight, now that I bring it up, do you feel judged? I just more the fact that she's like, I don't know. I like, I, I it, it was more, I was like, wait, you think we have like a transactional sort of relationship? But, you know, <laughs> but I also like, I mean, I know the number of people that she interacts with in person who actually have had a glimpse behind 
the curtain to see the wizard pulling the strings like is very limited so you know i'm just i don't know i was just i was like no no i don't buy gross shit from you i help you create gross shit <laughs> uh yeah that's it's not ideal yeah 400 uh, so what i she also so she has an only fans page um obviously and, Oh, there's a specific one, which is weird because, like, and we've talked about this before, a lot of the regular lane porn stuff, you know, breasts and vagina, that's your run-of-the-mill stuff. You have to pay extra stuff to, like, get updates on how her armpit hair is growing and stuff like that. Like, that's, like, more expensive tears. It's so weird. I mean, tears is the right word for yeah. me. Yeah. Um. So I, I mean, I just thought I don't really understand OnlyFans. I just know it's uh, got to be a haven for the sad because, like, there's so much free porn out there. Why am I just going to like? I think it's. I think part of it. Subscription. I, I think the attraction. It's weird because it's twofold. Because a lot of young feminists that I know are very much pushing like that. Don't have their own OnlyFans page, but they're like. It's very women-powered because it's the women creating it and controlling it. And then I think it, and it also caters to the super creeps who like that it's super personal and you can request whatever your fucking you know, bathroom mold heart desires. And uh, <laughs> for a price, you can find someone on there that, that will do it. So... I think it's funny that you can report people's OnlyFans sites for, like, inappropriate behavior, which I get, like, I understand if it's, like, you know, kitty porn or shit like that, or, like, you know, if if there's, like, someone harming someone else, but, like, because she, sometimes she does stuff with shoes other than funk them up and sell them, like, you know, specifically, like, heels and stuff like that. She'll, like, put them inside herself, and, like, she's had those reported a few times. But you have to be a sub. You have to be. No, they're reporting it. But you have to be a subscriber of that tier to see it in the first place. So you're like, here's twenty bucks to see something I don't want to see. Oh, I just saw something I don't want to see. Yeah. yeah. That I don't understand any of it, but mm-hmm. that's that's fine, I suppose. She's making. Significantly more money than me. Well, definitely more money than me since I'm not working at the moment. Right. <laughs> um, maybe I should. I got some stinky shoes around. Mm-hmm. If somebody cares about those, we need to report them. Yeah, you gotta make sure you pixelate your feet, though. Don't don't give that shit away. That's it's That's tantalizing. True. That's true. Yeah, the feet picks is one of her highest tiers on OnlyFans. I just. Like, while she's, like, uh, I don't know, fucking herself with various objects, does she pixelate her feet so that people have to pay more? To she usually feet? keeps her feet out of the shots unless it's a specific foot thing. Like, most of her, f- from this, because she puts a lot of pictures on uh, Twitter for free, because um, Twitter doesn't have any of the qualms about nudity on it, so she'll put lots of pics. Are you wearing a fishbone shirt? No. Uh, uh, she she doesn't have any like she'll post like nude pictures, but most of her pictures that are up there, she's on her knees, so like her feet are behind her. 
Man, marketing has changed since the time of Mad Men. Mm-hmm. Things have gotten different. Um, yeah. All right, well, keep us updated on the exploits of uh, shoe fuckery and shoe sales. Yeah. Maybe, maybe she's a haberdasher. I don't know. Uh, uh, I don't think I've ever seen her wear a hat. Okay. Or do anything or, to a hat. Or make a hat or fuck a hat. No. Hard, hard to fuck a hat. I'll have to ask her if it would be more or less expensive if I wanted her to fuck a gluten-free cake. Probably more because they're more expensive to make. It's true. And less delicious. <clears throat> All right. You want to pretend like we're doing a drop here? Sure. Shabong. That is what it sounds like. That's spot on. All right. Uh, so our first tale today actually took place in New Hampshire. And uh, it makes me proud to be uh, from New Hampshire. So Should I be seeing something? Yeah, I'm going to share my screen with you right now. Okay. You see it? Mm-hmm. So this person right here. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Aria Demezio. Yeah. Yeah, you heard about this? Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, the transsexual. Transsexual uh, Satanist anarchist. Anarchist, yep. Um. Ran for ran in the GOP primary for sheriff of uh, where the fuck was she? Um, Fisher County. Okay, and won. Yeah. Uh, to be fair, she ran unopposed. Sure, but her point was is that like people will just vote party their party line without knowing anything about right. the person and point. Proven. Yeah. Um, I think it's pretty great. She ran on the fuck the police ticket. Yep. Um, obviously, probably going to lose to the Democratic, I believe, incumbent. I'm not sure. See, the person that won the Democratic primary. Right. But either way, pretty great. Exactly. Yeah. I think, uh, I think it was something like, Four uh, thousand people cast votes for uh, Demizo on September eighth on the September eighth primary. Yep, pretty. I thought that was pretty great. Yeah, and of course because on the ticket it doesn't say anything about her. It just says Aria Demezo, and uh, it doesn't say transsexual Satanist anarchist. It just says you know running for sheriff. Yep. Um. Yeah, that's pretty great. Really enjoyed that. Mm-hmm. Um, heroes, heroes come in all shapes and sizes and mm-hmm. have different messages. Like fuck the police, apparently. Fuck the police and hail Satan. Let's not forget about that. And hail Satan. Yeah. Satan forbid that I forget to say that. Mm-hmm. We've. I also. I also started a a new thing at work because I. Uh, at one point, someone said one of the coworkers said thank God to me. And I was like, I was like, I don't even believe in God, but I believe in Reggie. I turned to one of my coworkers. I was like, so I was, so I started saying thank Reggie. And, uh, it's and like when I'm like very angry about something now, instead of saying Jesus fucking Christ, I say Reggie fucking young. It's catching on. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Good thing for Reggie. How does Reggie feel about this? He's, he's, he's like, I'm all right with that. He's uh, he's the only uh, African American 
coworker that I have, uh, or the only male African American coworker. He's also from South Carolina, so he's very, he's got a very laid back yeah, attitude. He's also the only one that's been elevated to deity status. Yes. Okay. Yeah. All right. Just making sure that that's not going on constantly there. No, no, no. I don't just hand that out all willy nilly. Uh-huh. Um, so next uh, in where was this in Michigan in Macomb County, three female employees at a medical examiner's office, so more, uh, have been fired after a worker brought in a cake decorated with an image of a black penis into the office lunchroom. For I assume a birthday. I don't, I don't know. Uh, do you think it was more because it was a penis or because it was a black penis that black penis? All right. Uh, the the person that fired them made that clear. They said I was livid, furious. Actually, all these cities are on fire for the Black Lives Matter movement, and here's my staff eating a black penis cake as a joke. That really pushed me over the edge. Hmm. Um. And I see what they're saying, but I think it matters the intent and how it was being received in the room. If they made a black penis cake because they like black penis, I'm fine with it. Mm -hmm. If they're making a uh, judgmental black I have made a penis cake myself. Mm -hmm. So I happen to be a penis cake expert. There was a cake in the shape of it or just decorated with one on it? Said with the if, if it was just decorated with it, which is kind of what it sounds like when they say with with an image of a black penis, mm -hmm. then I think they should be fired, because mine was a black penis. Right. It wasn't a black penis, actually. It was, I meant to say, it was a penis. I don't remember what color I made it. Um, well, I'm, to be fair, you just put frosting on Reggie fucking Young's dick. <laughs> Not technically a cake, but it was a dessert. Oh, hell, Reggie. No, uh, I made it all out of cake. The, the dick was probably about 20 inches long and then okay. it had it then it connected to a portion of a body that was just like the ass area so i made yeah. two ass cheeks uh kind of in a 3d form and then mm -hmm. i made a poopy coming out of the butt because i had extra cake and i had nuts so i put nuts in the poopy that's fun i had a little bit more extra cake so i molded a vagina and then i made jism shooting out of the penis onto the vagina all right, I don't believe this story anymore. No? It's 100% <laughs> true. I actually did it on a boat in about, well, it was a calm day. We were only in about three-foot seas when I lived on a boat. I did, me, and my, uh, me and my buddy Cody, who was my roommate at the time on the boat, made a penis cake for our other friend. It took us all day. We didn't have any uh, customers on the boat at the time, so we had all the time in the world. We were just doing a crossing to a different area. So we spent about eight hours in there making big dick, a big dick cake. And then the, the PS to that story is there was one person on the boat that really none of us enjoyed very much. And he happened to be sleeping during the day because he had night watch the night before. So he woke up, went into the, with, you know, big industrial fridges, opened the fridge, saw a fucking, we hadn't given the cake out yet. We were do, giving it out the next day to the person. Saw mm -hmm. a massive 20-inch dick cake uh, with, you know, kind of an oversized dick head. And he just, in the middle of the night, took a fucking bite. Like, cut the dick head off and had a snack. 
So we woke up the next morning and we were like, what the, we made it veiny and everything. We're like, what the hell? Like, why would you do that? Mm-hmm. I was really pissed. I almost, I almost hit him. I was upset. He ruined my dick. So that was my story about cake. Thank you. It's true. What kind of cake was it? Just cake, mix cake. I don't know. Uh, uh, Like yellow cake? Yeah. I think it was maybe devil's food. Mm. Um, And then some various colors of frosting. We had blue frosting for the veins. And then we had sprinkles, or as racist people in Maine call them, jimmies. Right. uh, For... Pubes. You just say people in Maine. Okay. Uh, from my, my journey to Eastport taught me there is a uh, ton of racist people in Maine. Yeah. Well, did you have Reggie with you? No, <laughs> no, no. It just theory. just all of the uh, just all the Trump Pence uh, signs oh, yeah, in yeah. in northern in northeast Maine. Oh yeah, yeah. There's a lot of that, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. Um. So yeah, if you work at a morgue, bring a white dick into work it'll save you your job and it'll probably you won't have to make as big of a cake i mean if you work in a morgue there's probably plenty of white dicks available just in drawers there <laughs> use them as uh, fucking bookmarks yeah. okay uh so smash mouth you already kind of alluded to this but they held a concert for thousands of people and told the crowd fuck that covid I think I don't know if COVID was in the room and he pointed at it. Doesn't seem like the proper way to say that, right? But they are Smash Mouth. I didn't know Smash Mouth A was still a thing, B was still on tour, and three could still get people to come to thousands of people to come to a show. To, to, to be fair, I'll read it in just a second. To be fair, Smash Mouth did not put on a show. They were part of the uh, Sturgis uh, okay. motorcycle rally. Like they were one of the band, along with Trapped, Buck Cherry, Drowning Pool, Night Ranger, Reverend Horton Heat, Lit 38 Special, Quiet Riot, and Big Skillet. That, that, Big Skillet kind of surprised me because they're Christian metal. But uh, and actually, Christians uh, don't believe in this shit. No, they're still having people come to church all over yeah. the place. Night Ranger, I uh, was I, I dusted off an old. Chestnut from my stand-up. Uh, uh, yeah, it's about. Yeah, yeah. I have a. I, I used to do a bit about Night Ranger in my routine, but I'm, you know, putting together a set for that private show that I'm doing. So I retold it to someone the other day, and uh, yeah, they're a garbage band. Is there, a, is there a band on there where you'd be where you would say that's a good band? Yeah, the only band that I'm looking at that I'm surprised to see them. Yeah, fuck. Um, no. I would say, uh, Quiet Riot. No, okay. Gar- garbage I, band. Uh, Thirty Eight Special. Yeah. No, garbage band. <laughs> Revan Horton Heat. Yeah. Okay. I'm a little surprised by that, to be honest with you. But because uh, he's a reverend. Yeah, yeah. Um, they have an album that took me years to, you know, until I said it out loud. I was like, oh, I get it. They have an album called "Liquor in the Front," and on the back of the cover it says "Poker in the Rear," which I never said it out loud when I was in high school, and I was like, oh, I get it. That's stupid. 
Yeah, it's it is stupid. <laughs> it's, it's juvenile, but yeah. Well, most of those bands, I mean, Trap, Buck Cherry, Drowning Pool, uh, Lit, Quiet Riot, are more like metal. Thirty Eight Specials, like classic rock. Night Rangers, uh, um, disappointing rock, and Big Skillets, Christian <laughs> metal. And then Reverend Horton Heat's like uh, like kind of weird rockabilly. And then Smash Mouth is just garbage. I mean, it all, like, if you showed me that lineup and you'd said, what event do you think that this would work at? Mm-hmm. Sturgis would have to be on the list. Sure. Um, yeah. I mean, across the board, uh, you know, people who have the Harley Davidson starter kit, you know, the Weekend Warriors who you know, get all yeah. the Harley Davidson apparel, all listen to those guys and think they're just, and that shit is expensive as fuck. Yeah. Um, all right. That makes a lot more sense. Yeah. They, there was hundreds of thousands of cases because of Sturgis apparently. Is yeah. Well, New Hampshire alone had a hundred new cases. Once the people returned, Mm-hmm. I feel like a punishment, should fit the crime for that and anyone who contracted COVID because of that should have to go on tour with Smash Mouth as like a roadie. <laughs> uh, wild. Oh, that, the, the fu- uh, don't even get me started about Trap. That dude is a real fucking piece of shit. Thank you. Yeah, he's a super right wing. Very... Uh, the lead singer or whatever? Yeah, yeah. He's fucking garbage. Um, my brother um, worked for the guitar player from Smash Mouth for two years after he, after he got his degree in sound engineering. Why? Because it was a well-paying job. To be fair, uh, Greg Camp is actually a decent guy. And to be fair, um, uh, but yes, you said you know you were surprised that Smash Mouth was a band and they were still on tour. They don't really tour. They really only do like events like this and private events. Um, cause they have a certain private events. Oh yeah. There's someone that would pay just to have smash. Mouth There's a lot of play at your house. Yeah, that's like a big thing, particularly for has been bands who had, you know, platinum success at one point, like, like touring wise, Bob Dylan and the wallflowers have never played together cause they've tried to keep that professional boundary, but they've played a ton of private gigs together cause people are like, Oh, it's cool. We're bringing together. Bob Dylan and his son for the first time ever because because those private gigs are kept quiet. They always tell people it was the first time that they had ever done it. <clears throat> yeah, and they pay, they get paid a shit ton of money for that, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't need a fucking band at my house. Go home. Leave me alone. I want to listen to your music. I have the internet. All right. Um, this one's pretty cool. So a missing hiker showed up at the press conference about his own disappearance. Nice. Uh, so he's an 80-year-old Harry Harvey. Nice yeah. name. He was missing for three nights after getting separated from his walking partner in a hailstorm. So they were doing kind of the whole, you know, we're searching for this guy, you know, go look for him. He just wandered into the <laughs> into the fucking thing. He found his way back there, apparently. Three He's nights like, I've seen him. They're like, that was just you walked in front of a mirror. <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's got to be a bit of a shock. Mm-hmm. Old Harry Harvey there. But three nights out in the fucking 
wilderness for an octogenarian is pretty impressive. And to still be walking enough to make it back to... He looks like he's in good shape, though. Look at this guy. Yeah, I mean, you could tell me that that dude was 65, and I would have believed you. Sure. <clears throat> but And then there was another... Apparently, people are going, fucking, don't go out in the woods, because the next story is this one here. So this girl, a uh, teenager from Washington, uh, went missing in the woods for nine days. And they found her. In one piece? Yeah. Yeah, she was alive. Um, so 18-year-old Giovanna Fuda, so close to Fupa yet, yeah. just turned that D upside down. And she goes by Gia, so Gia Fuda. That's, that's, that's weird. Yeah. Um, so she was out hiking uh, two miles up a steep ravine along Highway 2 between Skykomish and Stevens Pass, apparently. I don't know what those places are. Um, she was awake and alert. She was taken to the hospital for dehydration, but she was fine. Uh, what would you do for nine days in the woods? I don't know. I feel like if you're in even a remotely civilized place, you should be able to find something within nine days. Like, sure. Just find, just walk in a direction and you'll find a road. Yeah. And then walk along the road. I mean, if you're in like Alaska, that shit ain't going to work. What state was it in? Washington? <clears throat> yeah. I mean, Washington does have some pretty stretches dense. of. Yeah. yeah. During this quarantine, because obviously now I have a, a baby that sleeps on me for a good portion of the day because he doesn't. He won't take naps on his own yet because he's a real prick. Um, so, you know, just kind of like watching things on my phone while he sleeps. So I got into that this show alone. It's on like Hulu and stuff. No. It's just they drop off 10 people in the fucking wilderness, someplace horrible to survive. And the last one standing wins. And uh, Like alive? Yeah, they get to bring 10 people. Yeah, well... You could tap out, like you have a, a satellite phone with you, so you can call up and tap oh. out, and they'll come get you. Um, and the only other way to lose is they come periodically and do medical checks to make sure you're not just wasting away to nothing. So if you hit like certain markers, they'll take no, you out. You. Yeah, so uh, I don't know. They, st they can bring 10 items with them, and then that's it. Other than that, they have to, oh, thank you for the beverage. Uh, that does look good. Um, but yeah, I got, I don't know. I got into it. One guy killed a fucking Wolverine with a hatchet. That guy ended up winning that season because of his gigantic balls. He was, he was able to subsist off of eating his own balls for the rest of the time. That sounds right. He survived off, off auto testicular eating and Wolverine meat. <clears throat> Wolverine tastes like, uh, Probably just, I don't know, dog. I don't know. Weasel? Isn't it in the weasel family? It might be. I, I don't know. I They're pretty muscular, aren't they? Yeah, they're fucking... Like, packs of wolves don't attack wolverines. They're like, ah, that's not worth it. Those things are crazy. Yeah, he just ran out of it. He heard it rustling around outside, and the wolverine had been stealing some of the other meat that he had caught. And he ran out there with a fucking hatchet and fucking killed it. Yeah, like, they don't keep wolverines in 
zoos because they can claw through cement. Yeah, yeah. He he showed the claws and the thing. You know why a superhero character was named after them? Yeah. Do you know what? This is a fun, stupid trivia fact. But uh, when he took the role of Wolverine, Hugh Jackman didn't know that a Wolverine was like an animal. He just thought it was a name for a small wolf. Like he didn't. I mean, to to be fair, they don't have wolverines on the continent that he is from, but he didn't know what they were until he had already taken the role. He's like, "Oh, it's an animal." That's pretty funny. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so this guy, where is he? This dude right here. Yep. You know, he's ninety six years old. Yep. He's trying to become the oldest person to walk across America. Where did he start from? Uh, I assume Maine, right? Uh, oh, no, I think he started on the West Coast. I assume he's ending up in Maine. Like, why? Why what? Why are you assuming he's ending up in Maine? Isn't Maine like the easternmost point of America? Yeah, but I mean, it depends on which way you're talking about crossing. Because like you could, you could go from di- there's different lengths. Like if you go north northwest to southeast, you know, southwest to northeast depends on which way. Or if he's just uh, he started on he started on the east coast, and he's still hold on. I should really read these closer prior to. Uh, wait, how old is he now? 96? 96. And it says he's hoping to reach the other side by his 101st birthday? Yeah. I was like, that's going to take a long, that's a long time. But I'm like, all oh, right, he's 96. He's probably yeah. <laughs> not walking a lot. So, yeah, his doctor said that, uh, diagnosed him with congestive heart failure. So his doctor said, like, you know. You, you should don't walk have a, more? You don't have a ton of time. No, I mean, he knew his, he knew he was already, I think he was already doing this when the doctor Diagnosed him with it. I gotcha. The doctor said time is short, which is a nice way of saying you're going to die soon. Yeah. Um, no, to be fair, Danny DeVito is short. This guy has like no time. Sure. <laughs> True. Uh, so, yes, sometime around his 101st birthday, which is you got to be a positive thinker to be like, um, what is that? I'll do. Yeah, I'll do that by my 101st birthday. Yeah, you got to really feel like uh, things are going pretty well for you. I mean, if you can walk at ninety six, you're doing pretty fucking great. Sure. If you can think about possibly forming the idea in your head that I am gonna, you're gonna walk across the country at ninety six, you're a fucking superhero. Yeah. I had actually thought like when I like within like the first like six months of when I started walking last year, I was like, that might be something to do, but like like to walk across the country, I'm like, fuck if. A not real person that Tom Hanks played twenty years ago did it. I could do it. Um, <laughs> well, he jogged across the country. Yeah, I just I, like I have no idea how long it would take, but I'd also you'd have to like obviously have a crew like a like you know a vehicle or something with you, uh, or you wouldn't have to, but it would be advised, and it would probably cost quite a bit of money to do unless I had like sponsors or something. Yeah, and you would need like. Most people that do stuff like that need like a support staff to like drive along with you and such. Right. So, I mean, it's not just... So, Is that his route? 
No, I, t- I just typed in, it would take 1,018 hours of continuous walking per Google Maps or whatever to walk from Maine I'm gonna to I'm going to see Angeles. how many... How many hours that, how many days that is? Yeah. So... 1,018 divided by 24. So that's 42 days constantly, but let's just say... So you got to figure if you're walking 12 hours of the day, now you're looking at 80 some odd days. I just did 10 hours, so that's 101 days. So like you could do it in, you know, a little over three months if you're walking every day for 10 to 12 hours. Um, Which would be tough. I mean, I've done... So this guy, uh, Pete Kostinik, uh did it in 42 days, 6 hours, and 30 minutes. Yeah. And it was yeah, 3,000... But he ran across. Miles. Sure. Well, yeah. I mean, you can get get there however you get there, as long as you use your feet. But that's... Yeah, that's pretty bananas. Yeah. Um, you know, I have no desire to do that and especially when you, you take into account most of the places you're going to be walking aren't going to be like beautiful and scenic you're going to be like walking dangerously along a highway well that's the thing most interstates don't allow pedestrian traffic you just have to constantly pretend you your car broke down yeah uh, um yeah i mean i have no desire yeah you do you want to walk th- through all 50 states that would take even longer take a fuckload longer especially because you have to walk to hawaii that's rough yeah you got to get a running start to get that (laughs) um oh this guy turns 97 next week no less we don't know where he is now he's 97 now because this story is more than a week old he was in arizona gross yeah (laughs) as hot as balls yeah i would like plan it out like i would start in the winter time in the hot place. Uh, he's fucking walking on the highway, though. Yeah, and he's actually kind of trucking. Yep. We might, like, when I saw the photo of him down there, I was like, that guy is not walking fast because he looks a bit hud- hunched over. But yep. he is trucking in this video. He's got the uh, support hose on there. Yeah. I mean, the uh, compression socks. That's nice. I, I'm sure anybody would need compression socks walking that far, though. He looks like he's walking in loafers, too. <laughs> yeah, I um, I mean, I did, you know, when I did the coastal walk, uh, that was about twelve hours. No, it was like ten hours. But by the end of that, I was like, "That's enough for today or ever again." I don't feel. I mean, you know, I walked like three days later after that. But that day, I was like, "You weren't like, let's do this eighty more times in a row." Right. Yeah, dude, friggin' Eddie Izzard. Did you hear about that when he ran a bunch of marathons? Mm. He ran 51 marathons in 51 days and wasn't even really a runner prior to that. Eddie Izzard's a fucking nut, man. That guy's got fucking some some grit. Mm-hmm. And his feet were falling apart. like They were like one massive blister, and he just said, fuck it. He just kept doing it. He did it to raise money for something. I don't know what. Um, so these next stories, these next two stories prove that this, the world is just over. Oh, I was looking for some confirmation of that because I was on the fence. Yeah. Uh, so Qantas, 
the uh, airline. Oh, yeah, I can't see the screen now. I don't know if you want to recast uh, it. That's uh, not important. For okay. This one. But they sold a seven-hour flight to nowhere. It sold in, out in 10 minutes, which was the fastest a Qantas flight has ever sold out. I've Have I heard of Qantas Airlines before? I have. I mean, they fly around Europe a lot. It's a nice airline, if I'm not mistaken. Like, gotcha. I mean, you've never flown on them. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, neither have I. So, were, they, uh, were, they, was, was, were they just trying to be funny? No. I mean, like, people, I guess, had been, like, saying that they, they miss travel. I don't ever miss the traveling portion of travel. I miss no. destination. But some people miss travel. So they bought tickets to this seven-hour flight and went up, flew around for seven hours, and came back down and landed in the exact same spot. Um, the That's, that sounds literally like the worst thing that I could choose to do. Yeah, especially with, for Coach, 566 American dollars, um, or the, the nicer seats were $2,734 to arrive where you started. And be uncomfortable while you do it. Yeah, I don't. I was gonna say I don't understand who would do that, but you know, there was like ten thousand people that went to see Smash Mouth last that's month. True. So, that's yeah, true. It's people who do lots of stuff. That's to be fair, they went there to drink and sexually harass people. They didn't go there to see Smash Mouth. They just happened to see Smash Mouth. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um, and the last one here that makes me want to end everything pretend we did the, the uh product drop uh Boygan. yeah there it is uh what the fuck hey so louis vuitton has made a one thousand dollar face shield that makes fighting covid19 fashionable uh they transformed a necessity into a luxury item it's this right here i can't see it Oh, yeah. I forgot. I wasn't sharing anything with you. Let me do that right now. There you go. Cunty. Yeah, it has gold, I don't know, rivets on it, and it has, like, the uh, like. The it just looks like someone tore the lining out of a Louis Vuitton bag and then uh, st stitched it around one of those $5 face shields. That is probably exactly what they did. Mm-hmm. Um, and added a little bit of gold to it. So, yeah. I'll I mean, like, fuck about gold. I just want to break into the factory where that is made and put little holes in the front of it so that people that would spend $1,000 on a Louis Vuitton space shield definitely get COVID. I just feel like anyone who has the money to buy one of those doesn't go out in public to wear a face shield anyways. Yeah, they have servants to go get right. things for them. Um, they have servants to go get COVID for them. Yeah. Some takeout COVID. Um, My right. son Sean has a Louis Vuitton wallet. Your son? Yeah. You want to tell me something? Sean Lee? Oh. oh, yeah. He has a Louis Vuitton wallet? Yeah. I mean, he did when we worked with him. Why? Because uh, he's he's fancy and fashionable. Hmm. Good for him. Mm -hmm. I guess. Uh, I am not. I don't know if you know that. No. 
I have a Louis Vuitton heat rash. (laughs) Yeah. Just a little LV on there. Yeah. He just goes (laughs) gross. (laughs) Do I want to ask where it is? Uh, It's it's on my thighs from from the husky legs rubbing against each other. Nah, that's what I was. That's what I was guessing. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, all right. Well, that's all I have. That's all I have for this installment. I don't. I don't even have a. I don't. Surprisingly, I don't even really have a rash right now. I like how you said right now. Yeah. Oh, I've had rashes. Don't you worry about that. <laughs> all right. Well, uh, that's the end of this episode. And then let's start another one and pretend we did a week later. Wait. Please wait. I see you did not heed my attempt to warn you. Sigh. Fuck it.